Welcome to the House of Flying Artists podcast, where we dive into all things around creativity and artistic expression. Here, we dispel the idea that some people are creative and some are not. We show that there is not just the beautiful black and white of the blackbird, but there are as many different ways to shine as there are beings on this planet. Let us meet on that fence where you sit and wait for your creative spark to move you. We help you to jump down into the lush grass and dive into the beauty of yourself. We'll be there too, looking at the flowers. Nicola, Sarah and Miriam, and together we are the House of Flying Artists. So, hello everybody to House of Flying Artists podcast. We're so happy to have you again. It's our second episode and today we welcome the beautiful Vanessa Holiday as our guest here with us. Hi Vanessa. Hello ladies and thank you so much for having me on the show. I think you ladies are doing such a phenomenal job and yeah, this, this is the work of um, collaborating as, as women and sharing our creativity. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming. <laughs> yes. So I like to give everybody a little introduction of what Vanessa is doing. She's doing some incredible stuff. Um, she's a sound healer, a sound weaver. She's a musician, an astrologer and a mother. She works with clients all over the world, offering consultations and creating a variety of so like, deeply nourishing and beautiful spaces for evolution and frequency healing. I just attended one that she did in the pyramids of Chi in Bali, where you're currently re re residing, and it was just so beautiful and deep. Um, so, and you're working with the feminine consciousness with the voice and womb connection and you so skillfully in your work merge frequency sound and astrology and yeah i'm just awed and very very curious to hear more about what you're doing so yeah welcome <laughs> thank you miriam i think you've said it so beautifully and I don't actually even think that there's much to to add there, but I would like to maybe just, um, yeah, just put an extra layer on is that I, the work that I want to bring and the work that I, that I, that I embody as well is deeply transformative. Mm -hmm. It needs to, it's, it's embodied transformation that really sinks into your nervous system. Mm. yeah so we're 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 rewiring ourselves on a deep deep cellular level mm -hmm. and um, so that it really like and it's embodied transformation it's not you know moving out less information more embodiment you know i really feel that we're 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 our bodies are like this tuning fork and yeah. so we're, we're, we're constantly, you know, as, um, yeah, we're constantly in, in we actually constantly in relation with everything in our lives, but most importantly, the body wisdom, and this is the work very much that I was, um, and, uh, and advocating for is that 
to live in the body mm. and an embodied transformation that really, really sinks into your nervous system. So that's all that I actually extra just wanted to, to add, add on there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I could feel it yeah. in the sound journey that I attended with you, <clears throat> how my cells were reorganizing. Yeah. And my mm -hmm. nervous system was, system was really resetting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then the beauty about this work as well is that we just have to step out of the way and allow the body's wisdom, the bodily wisdom to, to, to do what it needs to do. Mm. So it's, it's that deep, deep trusting mm. in the wisdom of the body and that we are, we are moving out of the way to, to allow that deep transformation and healing a process to happen. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So such an exciting mm -hmm. topic. Um, before we jump into the questions, um, Sarah, Nicola, do you want to say something? Um, just welcome everybody. Thank you again for joining us. I think that this is such a deep um, and rich topic that we've kind of divided the interview into the bite-sized chunks so that we can really try and um, make it accessible for everybody to really understand the benefits of it um, because there's a whole kind of science to it as well and we'd like to dive into that a bit but it's just so deep that I think we need to kind of go back to the very very beginning of because um, Vanessa's obviously been on this journey for for many years so we'd like to really take you back to the beginning of of the kind of science and and technology behind it um and i hope you guys found it as fascinating and um beautiful as we do looking forward to this this particular episode and talking about astrology at the end as well mm. okay so then should we start off with some questions yes yeah right amazing so vanessa we're talking so much about frequencies these days right and they're kind of everywhere then everything then the colors in the sounds in nature everywhere around us we are basically frequency and can you say a few words about how do frequencies work for you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I like to just start at the beginning that, as you were saying, that the whole of creation came through sound, frequency, vibration. And this is um, uttered in many of our um mythological stories you know if we look at the aborigines they sang the whole of creation through the didgeridoo mm. if we if we look at uh, the egyptian god thoth he sang the whole of creation through the voice if we look at the um uh the genesis story of the you know in the bible it said in the beginning was the word you know and that word is sound so everything comes through frequency, sound, vibration, and every single thing in the entire world has what is called a natural res resonance, has a natural frequency. And each and every single one of us 
every single human has their own frequency. I like to draw to nature if we look at flowers like a rose and a sunflower. So a rose has particular frequency that makes it a rose. And a sunflower has particular frequency that makes it a sunflower. And each of these beautiful in their own divine right. And they really, a rose doesn't try to be a sunflower and a sunflower doesn't try to be a rose. You know, they really are embodying, nature's the perfect example of the embodiment of their natural frequency. And this is very much what I like to encourage and to empower, specifically working around with women, is to embody their natural frequency and their natural essence. Mm. Um, and so how are we, how are we in relation to our own frequency and how are we uh, navigating that inner, it's an inner journey. It's truly an inner journey of, of blossoming and embodying more of your own unique frequency. And that's very much been the work, my, my entire, uh, work, um, has been around understanding frequency and how it works and how it operates in the world and coming into deeper, deeper res resonance with my own frequency and how I deliver my creativity and my message. Mm. What you said, mm -hmm. it is like we each have our own unique song. Kind yes. of. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. I mean, we can even look at the body as also the body is as this beautiful orchestra. You might have heard the story that you know your you can imagine every single organ is an is is an instrument. You know, so the heart is playing maybe the violin and the lungs are playing the piano. And they've all got their sheet music and they're playing because they they're playing at their own natural resonance. And then sometimes what can happen is that perhaps maybe the heart loses its sheet music and then it's playing something that's completely in dissonance. Or what I like to sometimes word, use the word, it's like, um, you know, dis-ease. Mm -hmm. mm. and, and sometimes all we needing to actually do is give the heart back its sheet music, its natural resonance. But sometimes, you know, we can, as, you know, such as uh, allopathic medications, etc. you know, sometimes we can take medications that suppress or, or numb out the natural resonance of that particular organ, instead of actually going to the root cause of it in terms of an energetic point and rather maybe perhaps giving it back a cheat music. Mm. So, so. Yes, I mean, if we look, I mean, there's so many different um, topics we can speak yeah. into, but even medicine holds, I mean, if you look at homeopathic medicines, they hold a particular frequency. Homeopathic medicines, a lot of them work with, with um, you know, certain plants. Bach remedies work with all different uh, flowers and plants that have particular frequencies. We know nature is so healing and there are so many benefits um, to, to using nature as a way for us to come into homeostasis as within so without we are a part of nature an extension of nature and uh, working with nature as a, as a beautiful ally um i mean whenever i am feeling a little bit shaken and chaotic 
the best thing for me actually is to get out into nature. Mm. Right? Like that yeah. immediately calms my nervous system. I mm. because we entrain ourselves with with the land. You know, we we're we're very much um, a part of nature. And so taking your shoes off and just planting your your feet into the earth and grounding. Also using the voice, you know, I find that if I if I if I if I create sound and I oof, what, what am I feeling and, and give that an expression, mm. then I can sometimes feel like I can move that that energy out of the body. And then again my body is coming back into its natural resonance because there's been something that's been created in my body that is causing stagnation or uncomfortability, or I just like to use this word like dis-ease. You know, sometimes people call it disease um, or illness, but truly mm. what's happening is the body's just gone out of alignment and this is the body's way of, of giving us messages. Mm. It's so wise <clears throat> that something is out of alignment, that something just needs to be come into, into retunement wow and now you just um touched on the topic of voice and when you make sound and this brings me to your beautiful soundscapes to your beautiful music there it's like sometimes it feels you're using ancient sound sometimes it feels like you're using your intuitive sound sometimes it feels like you're using a language that i don't understand but others might and it's your language but can you speak more about the sounds that you are creating there with your voice, especially? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so the sounds that I am channeling or, or creating truly does come from my inner source connection. That's where I'm plugging into. Mm -hmm. So this is my raw, truest expression of my sound. And that will sound different to you, Miriam, to you, Sarah, to you, Nicola. But it's, um, but I'm not trying to be or push my voice into shaping it into something that I'm purposely, you know, wanting a particular outcome. I have to allow the body, which is truly a, a vessel, or I sometimes actually just like to say, imagine my body is like a complete flute. And then the, the spirit or which is, which is the breath in the air, when it moves through, mm -hmm. there's no obstructions. It can just purely just create sound. Mm -hmm. We can feel in our bodies, you know, when, when we are forcing something and that's yeah. really the, that's really the masterful work and art of, of channeling. And this can come through in art in any sort of creative processes. It's like, how do we get into that free state, free flow state where we are truly embodying, not holding ourselves back, not suppressing ourselves, but allowing that full bodied spirit and no one else can do it like you can, mm. no one else. Mm. And that's mm. our unique signature. And then I do love to work with the energies of nature. So mm. I'm working with the feminine principle, feminine nat the feminine energy of, of nature. So that beautiful life force energy that, that flows through the birthing of a beautiful, you know, flowers and, and trees and birds and nature that, that, I mean, if we look at nature, it's just happening, right? Mm -hmm. It's just 
moving, it's just flowing. And, and when chaos and destruction happens, like, you know, if we look at like tornadoes and things, you know, it just comes and then something else, you know, there, there's nature just flows. And so I love to connect with Mother Earth and nature um, with, with my sound as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. so I can really I mean, feel what, sorry. Yeah, because no. I was going to say, yeah, sorry, Nicola. No, go, keep on, sorry. Yes, because I was going to say that, so, so there's a lot of buzzwords going out there in, in the spiritual uh, scene. And I, and I try to avoid using these words in particular because, um, yeah, we can have, we can attach identities to them. But, you know, there's, there's light language. I'm sure my, you ladies might have heard all people here on this call now might have heard like light language or I'm speaking Lemurian language or, um, you know, I'm channeling uh, archangels or I mean, there's various people that, that, that shared the, this, 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 this um, identification of what language they are sounding. And mm. I just like to say, I don't want to put myself in a box. I don't like to mm. put myself in boxes. So I like to just, you know, it's, it's, it's me channeling and expressing my soul, my inner source connection. Mm -hmm. my, it's mm -hmm. my, it's my, my creative expression. And, and that's, that's what it is. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I can really feel what you're saying about, um, just allowing the sound to come out of you. Um, I swim in the sea every day in the freezing cold Irish sea every day. And um, <laughs> some days I get in and I just make this noise. Because you need to get this. And it's, and it's a bit of a song, like, like a... <laughs> yeah. And it just, it is pure utter. You know, from not planned, nobody's there. I'm just getting yeah. it out, and I always like you can almost kind of surprise yourself, like oh, <laughs> and yeah. It's and there's real joy in that. Um, and so yes, it it is amazing how when when you kind of let go a bit as well, and you're not so kind of in your mind, and you're just in your body. Yes. And you let it flow. Yes. What what? I'd can, love to hear you know, that, Nicola. Kind of <laughs> Oh, the neighbors do. It's a bit of an echo. <laughs> I can, I can also feel it. Like even now when I'm talking, there's like some <clears throat> in my voice and it feels like something mm. wants to come out. And like, I want to, mm. I think I want to try what you're talking about now, like just going mm. in nature and, and making sound, producing sound, like bring expressing yes. my my essence. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. And 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 I mean, I think sometimes the perfect examples are to watch. I mean, obviously, I have a fifteen-month-old baby girl, but it's beautiful too. So I am I'm in awe because I get to watch her shape sound. Do you know what I mean? And she is a full embodiment of the expression of sound that is moving through her. And, and um, so 
yeah sound you know like i've done a lot of uh, research on it and and you know if we go back i can share the whole story of how really sound came into incarnation and to speaking with these these more you know words but if you look at babies it's like you know ma ga da it's like all of these like uh, vowel many vowel sounds and they and they don't and and they're coming into form like she's still coming into physicality into form into shaping and we actually do we shape our words we actually magicians this is magic <laughs> yes i've heard that before like spelling is actually a spell i've tried telling keller that yeah. like you're actually spelling trying to make spelling fun <laughs> yeah 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 exactly yeah so yeah it's it's really beautiful and, and um just to sh you know if we if we look at the the evolution of of the word and sound so um we do go back to ancient lemuria speaking and sound is very very ancient you know so um when we go back to ancient lemuria we were we we actually how we learnt sound we actually was we actually sung we didn't speak so we sang to each other um really really beautiful especially if you're like a hopeless romantic like me <laughs> i'm like just sing to me just create a song serenade me with music and song and i'm like oh you got me so um yes yeah in ancient lemuria we used to it was song like and we used to sing and we 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 learned sounds through nature so we would listen to the rustling of the leaves or the the wind the waters and and that's how we um, came through to sound and we first started with vowel sounds so the ah, a e or ooh, all the vowel sounds and we sang wow it reminds me of the whales like what you're talking about now you know the mm -hmm. different creatures the different beings they have their mm -hmm. expression their kind their sound and how they talk with each other communicate and yes. and also this brings me to the um the using the planetary frequencies in your work and i was wondering like how do we determine the sound of venus like how do we can we say this is her frequency or the frequency of venus and i know these frequencies have been kind of discovered rather recently um but they must be ancient right because they exist with this being can you speak a bit more about these sounds songs planetary frequencies how they how can we say this is the sound of venus <laughs> mm -hmm. well thanks to the ancient greeks <laughs> <laughs> going far back in history here <laughs> but even before the ancient greeks um you know very much our ancient cultures knew about the frequency of sound we had, they had a completely different consciousness the ancient egyptians were very much connected with the constellations and the stars uh, the egyptians actually followed the, the venus cycle mm -hmm. which we'll speak into a little bit later um, mm -hmm. 
that it was because we are an extension of all of our cultures that have that have been in our past right so we, we learn from each single cult, culture that we ancient culture that we come from but the ancient greeks pythagoras he wrote a lot of material around the music of the spheres mm. have you ladies heard of the music of the spheres mm-hmm. so no so the music of the spheres is basically the if we if we if we know that the universal law is everything is vibration frequency everything has a frequency then the planets also have a frequency in which they vibrate it by venus is is venus and, and mars is mars they they have their own particular frequency and pythagoras it's got a lot to do with maths ladies i don't know if you're really good at maths but it this is maths (laughs) (laughs) they calculated basically (laughs) yes they calculated like he calculated the planetary distance from from the sun the earth and um and and the instrument that he worked on was called the monochord and the monochord is this one stringed instrument and you know he divided one string into half and got the octave and then divided each other strings and got you know the 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 musical scale um and so the planetary distance between the planets and between the sun have specific ratios and therefore they will they will sound um according to their their ratio according to their placement so mm. it's all math and science that they so, discovered ah so it's not just like okay uh, this object or like this being venus makes the sound mm, just because it is but it's also how it is in space arranged or how the coordinates are arranged to each other kind of a relation mm-hmm. it's not just yeah. a single thing it's a relation yes because everything is in relation to one another mm. you know but there are um machines i've seen somebody who could take a reading from trees where he could record the sound or the frequency of the trees is that that's right so you can record the frequency of something and you can play it back as well yes mm-hmm. yes so it's not all ma- so like just in case this mass was off <laughs> yes. yeah no i mean there's no <laughs> no there's i mean there's very cool device i mean i'm saying cool but there's very innovative devices now i mean pythagoras yeah. didn't have this you know transformer which he could plug onto a plant or a rock and 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 read the the frequency you know they had to do it old school way and um yeah you know created through stringed stringed instruments because yeah we must remember that music and frequency is something that we cannot see right Mm. yes it's 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 we need to bring it we need to bring sound through the physical world and make it manifest and that's why sometimes we bring it through like in in a a guitar in because that's an instrument that can bring through that sound Mm. into but 
yes, if you, if, if sound is not very ta- like it's not tangible in a, in a sense, mm. you know, it comes from a completely different space and that's, it yeah. operates in a different frequency and governed by different laws than, than we, we, that we are governed on, on this earth. And so that's why I just am in awe yeah. with sound and, and music because it's, it's magic. Yeah, it is. Wow. Wow. This, um, there's so many more questions that come to my mind now on this, but maybe, um, <laughs> Nicola, you want to go on and we talk a bit about the voice and room connection. Yes. Um, so, so we were wondering, like, obviously you are an artist and a creative and you express this creativity through your voice, but how does your womb influence your creativity? Is there a link between the womb and creativity? Um, and do, does that mean that women and men kind of create differently as well? Is there? Mm. I love this question. I love all of your ladies' questions. <laughs> <laughs> so everything is interconnected. You know, nothing lives in isolation. And so our bodies are in constant relation and communication with one another. But it's very fascinating and interesting to understand that the the, the voice and womb connection. So basically we have um what's called the vagus nerve and the vagus nerve is the longest nerve in our body it's quite it's also it's it's a nerve that really wanders it's called the wandering nerve and it runs from uh you know the 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 base of our um, jaw and it travels all the way down through our vocal cords voice and then travels down all the way throughout uh, our chest and into our major major organs and then it goes all the way down right into the into your perineum and into touching the cervix especially for for women right down to the perineum mm. and the therapeutic so when we stimulate the vagus nerve, if it, there's a lot of, you can Google vagus nerve, nerve therapy, um, and you'll find a lot of um, interesting um, information on the vagus nerve. But one way to stimulate the vagus nerve is through sound, through our voice. We just, if we just hum, we are stimulating the vagus nerve, which, which then switches our body into that parasympathetic nervous system which is that system of rest and digest. And that is the system where cellular rejuvenation can take place. Healing can take place. Transformation can take place when we're in, a, when we're in the system of rest. If we're in fight or flight, if we are burnt out, if we are stressed out. And I, I would say that a lot of us were in our sympathetic nervous system over these last past three years. Um, the impact of, of, of all of that, which we don't really need to get into because that's done and dusted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm tired of that story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, our nervous systems can be in that fight or flight. And when we're in the sympathetic nervous system, which is fight, flight, 
the body's function is not going to be in healing or transformation. It's keeping you alive. It's producing more cortisol to help with the stress hormones. It's doing what the body needs to do, which is so wise. And so by, by, by accessing our parasympathetic nervous systems and um, regulating um, our nervous systems, then that is when deep healing can take place in the body. And that's actually also when, we're, when we can step into that creative flow state that we're talking about. Mm. Let's be honest, I don't think there's any artist that's going to get into the flow state if you're in your five for five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. You know, it's not no. going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so one, 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 a quick and direct way to accessing the sympathetic nervous system is to start sounding. Mm. Because you stimulate that, that vagus nerve and then what you're stimulating is the major organs in your body. And then you're also stimulating, as I said, there, there's the voice and um, womb connection because our voice, when we stimulate the vagus nerve, that vagus nerve goes through the major organs and right through to the bottom of our perineum for women, the womb. Mm. So they've actually said, you know, when you're clenching your jaw, if you have a lot of jaw tension. Oh, yes. <laughs> You know, and if you're stressed, right, you, you don't even yeah. actually know that you're, you're clenching your jaw or those that clench their jaws at night. Mm -hmm. mm. So, and, and I wanted to say is that the voice is not just our, our jaw, like the voice is our, like the voice is our shoulder, like the voice is our shoulders. Like if you hold tension here in your shoulders and your neck, even your face, it's like a full thing that we, when we speak, when we speak, we're not just using our voice. We're speaking from our being. We emanate from, from our entire being. It doesn't just come from the voice. Mm. So, um, I, I lost my train of thought there. Ladies, you might have to bring me back here. We have to just sound now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, so it was about how your womb creates your, your uh, health, yes, your creativity. Yes, thank you, Nicola. So, um, but, so if we have tension in our jaw, we're going to have tension in our womb. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's and relax. Let me say something as well. If you want to push a baby out, uh -huh. <laughs> best you not be clenching your jaw. Then it's going to create tension and um, contraction in the womb. And we want, yeah. that's why, you know, when, you, when, when, we're, when we're in labor, Men like sound can actually be your mm. um what's the word that I want to use, but it can soothe it can soothe the contractions. Yeah. Instead of going for the gas or you know, other intervention, sound mm. and, and there's a lot of women that hold back from sounding and using their voices. And so yeah. and 
when we can make, especially there is no other sound that a woman can make when she is in labor. It's like, those are the sounds that, that are so intuitive and so raw and mm. so primal because it is soothing medicine for the woman's womb to open mm, yeah. so that the baby can come out. So it's basically, it's, it's a, it's a soother of, of, um, of, of those contractions that can be so intense. Brutally yeah. intense. There's, there's so, a, a, this leads very nicely onto what we wanted to talk about next because um, obviously in the past there's been quite a suppression of women and their voices. Um, so like when you say that this is so, I really like, even when you're just angry and you just want to like, rah, get it mm. out. And, uh, but, but in the past, like, you know, there's kind of this thinking of like, just be quiet. You kind of taught from a young age, just be quiet, just keep still, yes. just, you know, sit over there. Don't, don't express yourself. So in the past, there's been a lot of kind of silencing. And do you see a correlation in, how are you using your voice now um, and and the way you yes. choose to do it as well? Yeah, and just to add on to that, Nicola, that women, women you know, it's it's conditioning and patterning and um, kind of this, you know, the, the, the dominator culture. But the suppression of the voice leads to mm. suppression of our womb's intelligence. Mm -hmm. And remember that the, if, so what is the womb? The womb is a place for creation. We can yes. birth or create life mm. through the womb, whether that's physical life, mm. as in a baby, yes. or um, it can be our create our creations. It could our little babies could be our art project or you know yes. my musical album. So yes. suppression of the voice, suppression of the womb, mm -hmm. suppression around women's sexuality. Yeah. Even men have been suppressed in their sexuality. Yeah. Sexuality, yeah. you know, we don't even need to probably go into this whole topic. But so there's a direct correlation of, of the suppression of women's empowerment, which is really stepping into that beautiful creative womb, which, as I said, the womb is is not just, you know, a place where, you know, we, we, we give birth to life, but it's our creation. It's, it's, it's our creative center. It's yeah. our sexual, sensual, um, it's creativity. That's pure creativity. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. And more and more, you know, this is why we need more and more and more and more women to embody the womb. And what else has been suppressed? Our menstrual cycle. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mm. It's just get get women to work, 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 work when they're on their menstrual cycle, when their whole body is saying, I need to switch off. I need to go inwards because our menstrual cycle is, you know, there's a beautiful Native American proverb actually that says that, you know, when a woman starts to bleed, she comes to she comes to me to power. And then when we then when we in our bleeding years, we actually practicing embodying our power. And then when we come into perimenopause, we actually we come into what's called like this crone or this like we we we, we are just our our power. You know, it's it's mm. it's that it, all that embodied wisdom and work that you've done that you're 
that you're um, in, in, in that fullest expression of you. And, and that comes with connecting and, and being conscious um, of our menstrual cycle. Mm. You know, we as women are very lucky that we get to shed every month. And the shedding is not just the blood, but it's the shedding of any um, stuck, stagnant uh, energy that, that, we, that we hold in the body. That we, we can, you know, we, we, every month we have a cleansing and every month we have a new, you know, like as we see nature, like spring, summer, autumn um, and winter. So, so that happens within the feminine body as well. We go through this, we have this inner yeah. season and cycles. And um, so honoring, honoring the feminine body and, and this deep, deep wisdom of connecting with our, with our menstrual cycles and not seeing it as shameful. I mean, how many yeah. of us, yeah, I mean, just a question is to everyone is like, how was your first experience when you started your menstrual cycle? You know, who, like, how did that unfold? What did your mom say? Like, or did you, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it is, it is very much a thing that's done behind closed doors that's made you, that's made to make you feel quite um, like it's something that you should, I mean, obviously we're not going to publicize it to the world, but, but there, there's a fine line between being private and a, a celebration of it. Um, yes. I, I see um, a, a concern for me is, is that a lot of this is being, um, to me, taught in schools and it's something that should be passed on from your parents from your mothers with a very close um kind of relationship there um and mm. it almost feels to me that when the schools kind of take over that and i understand that there are some children who don't have this maybe the support and stuff but when it's taken away from you as a mother for me it kind of feels like you're taking that away from me like almost like I would miss my child's first step or mm. it's, a, it's a it's a step an entry uh, uh, a step into womanhood for for my and and to see this then being kind of taken by the schools it's a real kind of injustice um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes yes um so I think it's great but it's not at not as a way to um to, to kind of take the responsibility away from parents and just kind of put it into like a curriculum because it is such a big thing. Right, 100%. Nicole, it's a rite of passage. You know, it's, it is, it's an initiation. Um, so it needs to be treated in a way that uh, it's, a it's, it's a celebration and that there's some, however way that, however way that mother wants to express that to her daughter, but that it's done mm. in, in a way of honoring her body like wow you have stepped into mm. being a woman you know you are mm. now you know you you you're now meeting your power mm. as a creative feminine force mm -hmm. and if we bring this physical like it's kind of part of the physical voice also if you we bring it out of the taboo into something that we can celebrate also in like our female community with the women around you the girls around you that are coming of age and it's like it's then it yeah. can be a celebration that is like you know it can be so yeah. healing and using yeah. the voice now i can see how the younger women the older women 
whoever can support themselves greatly with sounding creating sound right and all these challenges also that we uh, might come across like pains and problems and that our womb mm -hmm. is just not at ease and not relaxed and i feel mm -hmm. there's so much healing power now i just mm. access this through you thank you vanessa like to that we can support ourselves and mm -hmm. like our the younger ones the older ones yes yeah yes wow. yes yes mm. yes and i really think what we're going we are going to come more and more into the um, yeah as i i see as as the evolution i really do feel us coming more and more into the power of our of our voices mm. and that's i really do believe that we might not we probably won't be we won't be needing to actually seek out any other modality because mm. we can just from our own inner source connection just like you know move through stuff and process stuff and because we we're fully tapping into the human being as its beautiful expression mm. of of its incarnation of how it was supposed to be mm. you know, that this is the awakening but very much our yeah i very much feel that our voices and the wisdom of our voices and using our voices is going to be a very big a very big tool for for healing and medicine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. i think um it's a good point now maybe to move on to uh the astrology and sound section and how that ties in. Mm. Yeah, so the next question that ties in really great with what we were just talking about. How has the experience of becoming a mother changed your creative expression? <laughs> you ladies, I just love all these questions. Wow. <laughs> So, wow, I, 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 it's so deep, this question, um, but firstly, it's deepened my capacity of, of the experience of love, you know, of, of, of love and selfless love and unconditional love so she's really opened really expanded and opened my heart with regards to to love like deeper understanding the quality of love and connected me as well helped my process of, of connecting with sound because i really i really went through those depths in 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 labor Mm -hmm. which was very intense I had to really draw on really go deep to 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 really it's endurance and so the the, the sounds and the sounding um helped me to deeper understand the sounds that my that my body can actually make and so I really feel that birthing her was birthing a completely new 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 person 
I'm a yeah. new person as well as I birthed her. And so I and and so I am I I'm still also integrating this whole process as I'm still breastfeeding. So I'm still coming into the embodiment of more and more of my medicine, but I can feel that it's ever more richer and deeper and transformative. Um, and so I, I really, I really feel that my own personal journey of, of the, of the physical birth of a child was definitely an initiation into deeper, deeper uh, body of work for myself to also share with, to share with other women. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. I'm really curious to hear your opinion, Vanessa, about you know, because in Western astrology there are these, you know, cycles that we expect or certain kind of scenarios or flavors or happenings from you know the cycles that we learn about in astrology in your perception are things really still rhyming as they should or have you noticed a kind of interruption or ending of cycles in a way um are you uh, are you speaking into like the the the, the planetary cycle so like how venus cycle, how she moves around the sun how these different planets actually move around our our solar system and yeah i mean i i, I haven't i'm not particularly sure how i'm not really i haven't really decided yet on what how i feel about this yeah but I have heard said by many people how cycles ha are changing, you know, yeah. as a result of or melting away in a sense, as a result of perhaps the ending of, I don't know, earth grid and God mm. knows what, and perhaps things are not really panning out as we would expect. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, I'm just trying to think of it, uh, an example okay one example you know how in crypto history the cycle has been four yearly mm. and that seems to have shrunk you know that's just one one example but i i do notice how certain historical cycles tend to have been either completely wiped out or they've changed in some unexpected mm. way and i find this quite mm. curious yeah i mean i'm even curious i think it's a very fascinating question and i'm very intrigued um and, and i and i feel as well as that very much in my in my in my in my way and teachings is to always have that like beginner's mind um and yeah. to always have curiosity and so i always question systems as well you know like astrology has also been around for a very 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 long time and i always believe that things are changing there is yeah. there, there there has to be evolution and so 
I would, I would, I would feel that yes, there are there are cycles that are changing. I mean, back at, at back back in you know the, with R Rudolf Steiner, you know he he his his way of teaching with astrology is he only ever looked at the main seven planets. He never he never spoke about these newer planets of Uranus, Pluto, mm -hmm. and. Um, Uranus, Pluto, Neptune. You know, he 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 mm -hmm. only was interested in the main seven planets, and just look how that's evolved. Because now we are speaking about Uranus and Pluto. I mean, everyone is speaking about Pluto. I mean, goodness, mm -hmm. ladies, the change today. <gasps> oh, this is so cool! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that we're doing this interview on the day that. Pluto changes sign, it moves out of Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So it, it moved out of Capricorn. So Capricorn is the old structures, yeah. right? It's about laws and limits, discipline. And it's moved out of Capricorn and it's moved into Aquarius today. Mm -hmm. And Aquarius is about, you know, it's about humanitari humanitarianism. It's about freedom. It's about embodying our mm -hmm. quirks about innovation and science and so and this and Pluto is a planet that moves so so slow and um oh shame God, ladies can I bring in my daughter of course yeah. Yeah. Please. Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix come Phoenix she's she's having okay come 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 she wants Very to nice. turn to Hi, darling. Oh. So yes, Pluto moved into Aquarius, which marks an era, which marks a new era, a, a new paradigm. Yeah. And it will be in it will be in a course, you know, for till twenty forty four. It's quite a big deal. But yes, I'm just saying is that um, you know previously um, traditional astrology never spoke about these planets. Mm. So I would definitely say that there are cycles um, that are changing, is because we, you know, we 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 are humans that evolve, and so everything needs to evolve. Every system needs to evolve. We cannot work in a closed system. Yeah, mm -hmm. and there's also Kuiper belt objects now, apparently. Sorry, there's also yeah. Kuiper belt objects, apparently. Have you oh, heard I about the heard... Kuiper belt objects? No, you might need you know, might need to educate me, I, Nicola. I don't know too much. I don't know too much about <gasps> them, but uh, I've. I, have heard a little bit about Kuiper Belt objects and there are astrologers doing quite a bit of um, research on this and they're, they're obviously quite new um, but yeah well I don't know enough about them to talk further on it I just know that they're there it's just <laughs> a teaser <laughs> go Google <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I really do. I really do think we're going to look back 10 years from now from this interview and we are going to look at our world and and be in awe like, wow, are we actually yeah. here.
you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so uh, speaking about frequency and vibration, I think, you know, it's this is the time where you're not going to get away with any you're not going to get away with any I say BS, you know, and 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 being out of integrity and being out of alignment because you know it's it's just not going to work in this in in this new this new new earth that we're coming into. And so it's going to be very I you know very very important that we do find our tribe. Mm -hmm. that we that we that we surround ourselves with with people with similar values people who have similar um, integrity and and everything and, and it's going to be very much about community you know and and working to working together and working with the earth mm -hmm. yeah and it's going to be a real work it's not that's no pretending anymore because no exactly yes everything is yeah just out in the open mm. yeah 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 exactly it's that's what i, I was saying is we're gonna you you're gonna feel like if someone's out of integrity or you you, you just like you have it's a it's a bodily sensation you just know mm -hmm. there's no there's no oh you muted yourself vanessa <sighs> <laughs> there you are back there we are. Yeah. So, yes, there's, there's, we're all being asked to, to step into what I call um, spiritual maturity. Yeah. We are all needing to spiritually mature. Mm -hmm. And that's very much also this planet Saturn as well. Saturn is about um, discipline, structure. Um, and it's mo uh, moving into uh, Pisces, and Pisces is all about the unseen, the spiritual. And so we are needing, as a hu as a hu humanity, is to bring structure into. Well, I like to say, yeah, bring structure into 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 spiritual pursuits. So, or bring uh, spirit into matter. But in a very in, in a mature way, you know, that's not that's not based on, yeah, on 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 working from a place of wounding or um, illusion, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? It's, yeah, yeah, that's you know that's what Saturn in Pisces is asking us is to mm -hmm. to bring spirituality bring spirituality the unseen in 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 a, in a in a way that is structured and grounded into the practical kill yeah yeah because now we we now we we have left kindergarten now ladies <laughs> uh oh <laughs> we have all left kindergarten yeah yeah and my last question was about the Venus cycle. I'm super curious. Where are we in that? So Venus cycle, we are actually in um, a Venus Capricorn cycle. Ooh. Again, what is Capricorn all about? It's about getting your sacred mission defined, having discipline, being grounded, 
making resources. It's, it's, it's Capricorn is the worker. So are you in alignment? What is Capricorn as well? Capricorn is about loyalty, integrity. Where, where have you not been in, in, in integrity? Where, where, where have you not been truthful or, or um, in alignment with, 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 your, with your mission? So discipline. Vanessa, yourself. yeah. Let me unmute myself. Yes. So, um, and Venus goes through an eight-year cycle. She actually forms the beautiful uh, five, the pentagram, which is the um, five-pointed star, which is the which is the rose. You, when if you Google um, the Venus, how Venus moves in the solar system, you will see that she makes. <laughs> A beautiful, perfect pentagram, which is the which is the rose, and um, isn't that beautiful? Because that's the 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 beautiful sacred geometry that we that we mm. see in, in in a lot in nature. So a little bit more about the Venus cycle as well is that I mean this is um, I'm embodying more and more of, of of syncing with the Venus cycle, and you know when we sync with venus because venus is the planet of love she's the art she's creativity she's beauty she's the feminine mm -hmm. and she is about yeah community and so very i feel very much the time that we're moving into now is about the rise well it, it, you know there, there's a saying going that's the rise of the feminine but um there is an equal rise of the masculine too. They're rising together. This is not just about the rise of the feminine. It's the rise of the masculine and the feminine. And um, so uh, uh, the, the beautiful, the beautiful, the beautiful cycle of Venus. Okay. The beautiful cycle of, of Venus because she does this beautiful dance with the sun. No. She does this beautiful dance with um the sun and the sun is the the masculine and Venus is the feminine. And so to watch her cycle and and, and dance with the sun um she actually she actually um comes to in astrology what we call Kazini when she actually comes into direct contact with the sun. And that happened. Um... Sorry, ladies. It's all right. And she came into contact and with the sun, um, which was on the which was the eighth of January. Of um, just get my dates right. It was the 8th of January where she danced with the sun. She came to meet with the sun. If you can imagine Venus and the sun mm. coming to meet. That beautiful mm. divine. It's, it's, it's a date night. It sounds so <laughs> romantic. Oh. It is so romantic. <laughs> it's hardly romantic. Oh. Um, I just wanted to get that date, ladies. Uh, it was the 8th of Jan yes, the 8th of January. 2022 mm. and if you want to mark in your calendar venus is going to have a date with the sun again on the 
the the 13th of august all right she will, she will come and so if you can have if you can like book off that date out of your calendar and just be like right i'm gonna i'm gonna take myself on a, on a date or just just take some time to honor that beautiful meetup of what's happening in the skies when that solar sun beautiful masculine which is the um alpha alpha energy comes to connect with venus which is the omega the feminine principle and so yes the Ven the beauty the beauty of the venus cycle is that it's a 19th month cycle that she transitions through to form one petal and that 19th month cycle is divided into two two nine month cycles which is actually two gest gestational cycles right we hold the baby in, in our womb for nine months so that's two and when we sync up with this venus cycle um what what is what we're what we do what we're doing actually is that we are in embodying um death and rebirth because venus also goes to the through or venus also goes to visit the underground where we cannot see her in the sky and when she goes through the underground you know that that underground is you know when we when we go in, inwards and we you know deal with our stuff and we reflect and we um look at you know how 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 are we working with our with our work with our business with our relationships uh, and you know and, and our lives and then when we come out she comes out as an evening star and where is venus now is she in the underworld or is she in the she's in the evening star time or she, she's an evening star so we yes yeah. so it was around the period of i think october to november last year that she was in the underground phase and so what happens is like your wounds can come up you know like resurface of wound wounds can come up um questioning your self-worth because venus is about self-worth beauty um you know money your 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 creativity and so it's very important to 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 go through this underground phase because then when you come into your evening star phase which she's in now is that when you actually are in you've matured right mm. you, you've gone through the underground you've gone through those trials and tribulations and now you are in your 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 integrated expression you you're more a bit more wise and then what she does is then she goes back to reset and then she goes behind the curtain you, we we also can't see her because she's coming she's cut she's getting ready for her date night with the sun <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so this is when she goes retrograde ladies Mm -hmm. and she's retrograde she'll retrograde every single year for about two weeks or so and when we when i always like to say when we in retrograde think of the words re for retrograde so every every word that starts with re rest rejuvenate mm -hmm. um retract I mean, think of any other re words but you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah um, mm -hmm. so that's what we do in 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 in, in the retrograde with venus so you know why sync up with venus you know and 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 as i said when we're syncing up with venus we are syncing up with 
with the, with the natural death rebirth starting as a morning star evening star and really embodying our feminine design mm-hmm. you know the the feminine principle of beauty wow. love right. and all of that so it's 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 um you know you have to be called for this work i think it's something that's mm. like to be intriguing but it's beautiful to actually just watch the cycle of venus and to and then to and 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 to feel into what's happening in your life as well yeah or what's happening oh. with these energies i mean actually at the moment venus is in taurus so venus just moved into taurus i think yesterday so if you think about taurus how about we all go and take that extra long hour candle at bath mm-hmm. yeah. so, yeah, why not get up <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly so yeah i mean it's about sensuality it's about self-worth um, resources you know really manifesting and bringing also our sacred mission out as well and and reaping the rewards of our, of our of our fruits you know so um that's the taurus energy beautiful thank you i'm definitely definitely gonna look more into that it's fascinating and thanks so yeah. much it's so I good actually, to see you oh, thank you ladies yeah i might actually take uh, i might actually embark on doing a group setting a group um gathering of women to to go on this venus journey especially because she's oh she's going to be moving into leo when she meets the sun remember it's the 13th of august Mm-hmm. She's coming into Leo. One word for Leo, unconditional love. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, it's let us know. <laughs> it's embodying your heart fully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The frequency of the heart. Mm. And our role, our voices, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, ladies, maybe when um, I was just thinking of a sound, of a sound, I don't know if you want to like roar or something. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was going to say, is there, is there something like maybe we can do a bit of a demo, but also something that, that some kind of starter steps for allowing listeners to kind of, and allowing us as tips. Cause like, I think humming hmm. is something that kind of kids do, but like, yeah, like what kind of sounds just to kind of start our day or kind of get us yes, yes, physical and practical that we can do. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so the humming sound is the most practical and easiest because everyone can hum, you know, mm-hmm. so humming. And how long um, do you need a hum for? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean even if you can just you know there's there's no time there's no time limit because you know if you have a if you have a juicy hour to hum for for then hum for an hour but you know even just even just humming for five minutes um is 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 really great but again I, I always just encourage if you have to close your eyes and tap into your body and, and, and say, what sound do you want to, what sound wants to come through me right now? 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and just trying to embody embody that sound and create that sound. You, oh. you know, even if it's a ah, then just ah, you know, whatever sound yes. that could be. Because yes. all sounds that come out of you are beautiful. Mm. We we just judge ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we judge ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I, I like what you said, like our body as a vessel also a vessel for sound and yeah. that to mm. see that like all of our sound expressions as part of our song in a way and mm. yeah we're constantly singing in that way we're constantly yeah. sounding mm. yeah yeah beautiful Miriam we are mm. yeah mm. cool so should we do a sound or or do you want to um do something Vanessa or we also have a lovely track that we would like to play um, just to end off later. I mean, I'm feeling the track is great. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe everyone cool. would like to. Maybe everyone would like to hear us roar as well. Yeah, okay. let's do yeah. that. And, and like, it's it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, inhale. Roar! 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 <laughs> And you know, who teaches me very well that raw is my daughter. She's oh. got her, yeah, she's got such a raw on her. Got some African roots there. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You can't take uh, what is it? You can take the child out of Af- you can take the child out of Africa, but you can't take Africa out of the child. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Beautiful. Um. Yeah. Wow. This was such a lovely talk Vanessa um I'm sure yeah we all would love to uh we have so many more questions and there's so much more to say but yeah I I feel like it's also been a really round uh discussion and you've shared so much beautiful info um thank you so much for this Mm um is there anything any uh, yeah is there anything you you like to uh share for our listeners guide them where they can find you um we will also share under our uh, podcast the links but yeah if you were to share anything now um yeah we'd be lovely to hear yeah thank you ladies so much for creating this opportunity and um yeah i just really want to just encourage people to sound and i think um You've got the links. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mainly I mainly use YouTube and Instagram. The Instagram mm-hmm. is at she is sound. S H E is sound. Mm-hmm. And then my latest body of work is the Planetary Soundscape, which is more than an album. It really is an immersive, deep dive experience with these planetary beings. And so there are journal, you know, every week a new soundtrack comes out and journaling questions and embodiment practices. So it's it's really working with these planets in a deep way. And so that's the album. And there's also a free soundscape. I think I gave you the link, Miriam, as well for the yes. for the listeners as well that they can um, they can download, which is the frequency of the earth, which is a very grounding embodied uh, mm. frequency to work with 
Yeah. Okay. We will uh, put the links all in the description of this episode so you can find them easily. And mm -hmm. so um, before we um, tune out, so to say, we would like to play um, a bit of your track on Venus. Um, mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. Um, can you say a few words what this is about? Um, mm -hmm before we start, before I press play. Yes, so Venus again, the, the beautiful embodiment of, of love, of, mm -hmm. of community, of connection, of mm -hmm. beauty, mm -hmm. you know, of this feminine principle, this feminine mm -hmm. energy that's, that is about creation and birthing of, of our creativity, of, of our creations. So yes, by listening to this this frequency, we can also embody deeper self love. Venus is the is the planet of self love, and she's all about relationships. So coming into deeper, intimate relationship with yourself that's that's the most important relationship that we have to honor first and, and foremost, because then that trickles out every then that trickles out into the community. Okay. Wow. Thank yeah. you. Okay, then I would say um, bye bye, everybody. Hey, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you Which for Which is Venus Day. Yeah. Friday is Venus Day. Oh, how suitable. Wow. I mean, I mean ladies, divine, <laughs> divine. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for being here, Vanessa. And yeah. Thank you, ladies. Okay, so I just press play.
If you like what you heard, follow us on Instagram at House of Flying Artists. And don't forget to check out the links in the description to see what we and our guests are up to. See you next time.